Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast with us here at the Sisters Enchanted. And on this season, season two, we're talking about tarot all season long. And today we are talking about the moon and the sun. So listen in and enjoy. Hi, Anna. Hi, Sarah. Hi. All right. Last time we chatted on the tarot, we left off with the star. Yes. Which is hope, hope, hope. After we <clears throat> faced our tower moment. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and we stepped forward and we saw the star and we knew that there was a twinkle of hope. Yeah. Always something to wish upon. But then we kind of come against ourselves again because we just had that tower moment. So we just had that shaking up of all things that we know. <clears throat> the dust settles um, and we see the stars and we know things are coming. Um, but then we walk into that moon card and that moon card is kind of coming at us after a time where a lot of things have just happened to us. And it's a time to really face your fears um, and to figure out what's been holding you back or um, what blockages are in your way that that tower moment tried to to shake up. Like, what can you do now to move forward in your own being? Yeah. So, after the star, like you said, the tower, we have the sun, I mean, the moon, followed right. by the sun. Right. Um, and like you said, it's time to really look and face your fears, look inward, uh, and know that with hope, we feel hope, but we still have work. There's always work to be done. Right. We get in our own way. What I love about this kind of portion of the Major Arcana is we're almost at the end right. of the Fool's journey here. But we kind of, like, it's very, it's similar to real life where we have these cycles. You know, you have birth, you grow up, and then towards the end of life, you become much more infantile again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see that here with the Fool's journey because in the beginning – you know, you can make the argument, really, that we have the fool who is very hopeful, and it's just like, hey, whatever happens, right. happens. And then you walk into all this power. And you have this part where you're like, there's this external, these external things, there's your internal, and we're seeing that again here, but in a different way, where mm-hmm. you have this idea of adventure, and you have all the tools, and you have your intuition, and, and whatever. Here we are kind of with similar themes, but instead of applied directly to you, while they are applied to you, it's also applied to just all the experiences you've had through life so far, where in the beginning, it's really just about you, like you and your person with no knowledge, no experience, no nothing. And then later on, now we're looking at it with all the stories you've you've been told, the stories you've told, and the things you've experienced until this point. Well, in the beginning, the full has this naivety about them. And so when they run into big things, they're kind of like fearless about it. Um, They just go into it without thinking. Uh, But as, you know, other people have come in and made us look at ourselves differently, the ego comes in a little bit more. Um, And now when we've had that moment that's really shaken us up and we know that there's still something to look forward to, we're always, almost always our own worst enemy. So when we get to that moon card, it's just, it's looking there, it's kind of looking at you saying, like, stop looking at your ego self and what what you were looking at on maybe a superficial or material level that's kind of been taken away at that tower moment. It's not always material or superficial, but it's like, 
you know, a big change and something that really um, means something to you. But now it's telling you to look back inside and stop letting the outside things not help you to navigate. Now it's time to look back in because the moon card, it talks about your fears and that crossroads about how are you going to step out of the water of your fear and go to the path to lead you to the sun card? Or are you going to let your subconscious kind of drown you? It's a, it's a time again to get in touch with our intuition, um, which is why it has that kind of watery feel to it so that we know what's best for us and how we can kind of help ourselves get out of this moment and, and continue to walk forward. Yeah, and so in kind of traditional rider weight imagery, we see um, the two dogs, right? The two, like they're, they're the two dogs. And the two towers that are reminiscent mm -hmm. of the two towers behind the high priestess, the black and white tower. Yeah. Um, so it's a nod back to that card where, like, we really need to trudge down deep to get to the next level. So I'm saying cycles, man, it's mm -hmm. really what we experience in the beginning of the fool's journey. Right. Just applied kind of in a more... Um, I don't even know what to say. Like this is just more of more... a. I think the moon card's more of a challenge because it's yeah. definitely a reflection. Like to me, the high priestess is like, like you have unlimited, like untapped intuition and potential to know what to do. Right. But we're still learning it. She's almost sometimes a block. Like you don't know yet. You can't acknowledge this yet. But now you're like in the pool. Yeah. Of your like subconscious. Well, and that's what I was saying yeah. before, where it's like that high priestess in the beginning. It's just about you. It's like. Just you, what you need, what you don't need, like mm -hmm. what's attached to you. And here, when we look at this, our inner selves, our intuition, and anybody here who works with the moon or knows anything about lunar phases and all this cool, we, we talk about intention setting with the moon. We talk about growing and releasing with the moon. Um, but this is, it's applied to everything you've brought to your life right now. Mm -hmm. And we see with these two, like I said, the traditional rider weight, it's typically dogs, but you'll see this in all different forms. Or it's a dog and a wolf talking yeah. about, like, what um, is kind of calm and collected and what's still kind of wild and stuff and how you kind of have to merge through and become, like, one with yourself to walk forward to the other side fearlessly and not be held back by yourself and, and your fears. That's what we talk about when we talk about intuition, that it's your kind of higher wisdom, everything you know and you don't know why you know it, and your logical self, where those two meet, and that's your your intuition and that's you know here we have kind of this like more tame maybe logical being and then we have this inner yeah. wild one yeah. and where those two meet uh, is you know under that full moon right and is where we have our our highest intuition right and underneath that's that like crustacean which the is like crustacean. that that like <laughs> lobster that's coming out of the water that's like um like a depiction of your fear like the the creepy crawly thing that's actually just like a lobster, so not that creepy, but I mean, <laughs> maybe a little creepy, um, but um, tr like coming out, you know, like yeah. face the fear to come out, walk through the path, combine your inside and your outside, your your highest good, your, your, um, your shadow self, yeah. your highest good, your shadow self, merge them together and honor them as a whole being so you can walk forward into your highest light, which you find at the sun mm -hmm. card. And in the traditional rider weight imagery, that that crustacean, <laughs> it's a crustacean. It's uh, bright red, you it's know, bright red, and the rest of the card is blue. Yeah, it's all very, you know, like kind of monotone. Nothing yeah. really stands out in particular. Right. But that, that that freaking crustacean yeah. is bright red. And then when you look at other depictions too, there's typically like one thing that 
doesn't quite belong, whether right. it's, you know, the dogs and then you have the random lobster yeah. or it's, or sometimes uh, it's shadowy water, like a, a image of the moon over the water and the water looks to be shadowy. Like we're not sure kind of what's under the surface. Yeah. There's always like um, the one a reflection that, that kind of sticks out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's totally, that's totally the thing. And you've got to listen to your intuition. intuition. Mm-hmm. And so face your fears, let go of your ego self a little bit. And I think sometimes too, it's a matter of, I kind of uh, love to look at it this way where we have that dog and we have that kind of um, more wolf creature or whatever that I think it's a reminder that you can be both when, right. when you have the tower and then you have the star and you have hope. Um, you know, there's a time and a place to be the lap dog and there's a time and a place to be the freaking wolf and, uh, you know, be both versions of yourself when you need to be right. ultimately finding balance. Like we all want, you know, that's a big story of major arcana is finding balance. Right. But there is always time and a place to tip those scales right. and be what you need to be in that moment. Yeah. And we all, like I said, which we all have like a shadow self. We all have parts about ourselves that are harder to deal with, uh, things that we don't want to face. And then we have parts of ourselves that are out there that we're cohesive with, that we love. But we become a whole person when those two pieces of ourselves honor each other and we find the strengths and weakness mm-hmm. in both sides and utilize them together. Um, because up until then, we've only been kind of. I mean, we've looked at our shadow self, but yeah. we've been a little bit naive until we've had some destruction. And now we're realizing, you know, with the devil, like the tower and stuff that we have played a part. Um, and now we have to utilize that part that was at one time maybe a fault and mm-hmm. use it to be a part of our power. Yeah. So once we've had this lovely conversation with ourselves, we've found some balance, we've tapped into our intuition. We've trudged the through the water. Moon, yeah. Ran away um, from the crustacean. The, again, cycles. Things keep spinning and the sun rises. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves at the sun card, which weirdly is tra- like a baby Hercules. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> the traditional rider weight is like one of those cards. Listen, I understand the sun and the value of it, but the traditional rider weight imagery, every time I pull that card, I have a WTF moment. And I'm yeah. like, seriously? Why? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a baby Hercules. Like, that's, like, what it's supposed to be. It's Why like, is this naked baby, baby here? Baby cherubish. Yeah. Hercules. Like in the sun. Well, a lot of times they're creepy kids. Like, like, like I have a, I've seen a lot of sun cards where it's, like, creepy baby or creepy child. I know. Like, like staring at you out of the card. Like, like, why is that supposed to be joyous, creepy <laughs> Or, like, I know. I know that children are joyous. Joyous. <laughs> But I mean, like, when you have a few and they're, like, around, you're, like, you're supposed to bring so much joy to my life, but I'm tired. I want to take a nap. So why a child? I don't know. I just, I'm sure. (laughs) I like my sun cards to be just, like, a sun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, so, yeah. Now the sun has risen. um, And the sun is more solar. It's more masculine. In some traditions, you know, we hear about... uh, we hear the sun being told as a feminine kind of um, energy. Uh, but really, I think that because the sun, it's what gives Mother Earth the energy to, that needs to grow, right? So in that story, the Mother Earth and Sun story, um, the sun is more masculine. We talk about solar goal setting, and that's really like to-do list sort of things, um, checking stuff off, getting stuff done. So we've met our intuitive selves. We faced our fears and that freaking crustacean. And uh, now we have happy, smiling cherub baby, uh, which is very contrary to the imagery we see in 
the moon card. Right. But I think it's like, it's a good reminder that life is unexpected, for sure. And just when you think that you have kind of tackled those demons, you can hear your intuition, you found balance between your puppy dog self and your wolf self. And then it's just like the sun shines on something crazy, you know, like a giggling baby. Hercules. Hercules. Riding a potential Pegasus. Yeah, and it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> everything that's happened to you thus far, the tower, the devil, like whatever has happened with your parents, your work, all of this stuff, there's something unexpected right, right around the corner. Right. And uh, everything you've done kind of just gets put on the back burner because the sun's shining on the present moment. And this new kind of opportunity to look at things in a different perspective, a lighter perspective, a more... Jovial. Jovial. Herculean. (laughs) Giggly, chubby baby. Way. Yeah, not my favorite card. He's got like these like crazy curly blonde hairs and that like rope that just, that rope, but that little sash that like just gently covers all of his baby bits. Yeah. It's a very weird card. I think that, uh, (laughs) you know, we've just come off of like a section of very sort of serious card. Right. You know, and serious life things so we start the major arcana and it's all foundational stuff it's like you your tools your intuition your parents your first experiences and then we move into this really tough stuff and it's just constant lessons and need to reflect and more lessons and unexpected chaos and temptation and trying to find balance and it's kind of your just you're in the thick of life in the middle of the major arcana and really though once we pass that moon card it's like just what is is what is and there's nothing you know there's no sense to look back on any of that and and you've got to just learn to be present be jovial (laughs) and know that the sun always rises the next day Mm -hmm. that like no matter what days are hard or what you're going through like there's always a new day and a new opportunity to look at things um in a different way or to have a new fresh start every day you wake up every day it's a new day yeah. A fresh start every day. Yeah, and I think, too, when we look at the differences between the moon card and the sun card and the moon more intuition and kind of leading um, by how you feel and intention setting, and then with the sun being more solar, yet we have this idea of playfulness with the sun card and being present, I think that it is also that call to just keep going through what you need, you know, keep going, keep right. doing what you need to do. You can't stop getting up and getting dressed and doing your laundry and going grocery shopping you need to be present in whatever life throws at you today right. and keep doing what you need to do to keep moving forward because we're we're nearing the end of the journey here, right. which we'll talk about next time. But at that end, you know, spoiler alert, it's just you facing yourself. Right. And so we have to really keep moving, do the solar things we need to do to keep moving forward and also be present and just be like, hey, that was crazy. Now Did you just see that building fall yeah. <laughs> like on top of our lives. That and was weird. <laughs> now I shall prance in my baby suit. <laughs> Huzzah. My um, a fun story. It's not really fun, but it's an interesting story, I guess. Or just a cool story. So we I had this tarot deck and we used to send out tarot cards to people. And uh, from that deck, my daughter grabbed one when she was smaller, and it was the moon card. And she was playing with it, got all crinkled up, and I just, like, put it up on the fridge one day. 
And it was like five months later, and my son was just a little, I don't even think he was a year old, and he was like ruffling through the cards, and he grabbed one, was chomping on it, and it was the Sun card. And it's, they're both on my fridge right next to each other, and I just thought that it was so synchronistic that my daughter pulled that moon. Yeah. And my son pulled that sun all that time later mm. when I'd been choosing cards and mailing them to people in between. Yeah. Um, I thought that was super cool because the, the moon, we look at that typically as more um, feminine sort of energy mm-hmm. uh, and the sun as more masculine. And we actually had an interesting conversation in our free expedition to soul class we just ran where somebody said that she'd always looked at the moon as masculine and right. the sun as feminine. And I think that there in the comments were so good but there's balance in everything where right. everything you know can be can be everything um right. i think that in our you know our time now we talk a lot about the moon and goddesses and femininity mostly because the lunar cycle you know matches right the, the but in a lot of different stories it is cycles. Yeah, it totally is. And yeah. you, you'll hear like um, grandfather sun and grandmother moon. And then you'll hear right. father sun and mother earth and grandmother moon right. and father air. There's uh, lots of different versions of that. But mostly now, if you look in any books or whatever, you're going to find that solar association more masculine and that um, feminine with the moon. Right. For sure. It's true. It's Adam true. can totally be the cherub baby on a sun card. Oh, he totally could be. <laughs> and Scarlett's like that crustacean. She's like coming out. She is the fear that you need to face. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to get you. You're like, I'm sure about this. Like, I think it's just a lobster, like, looking to sit, but it might Wait, pinch me. I'm not, like, what do lobsters do? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. All right, so we've had all of this chaos. We've had hope. We've faced our fears. We've gone inward, looked at our intuition, but ultimately the sun will rise again tomorrow, as it always does. we got to be present and keep trucking forward. And next time, we're going to do the final two cards. We've reached the end of the major arcana before we start to move on, and we'll talk about the minor arcana and court cards going to be so much fun. So good. So, so much good. fun. There's so many cards left to talk about. So many cards. So many cards. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Anna. Thanks, Sarah. And I'll see you next time. <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. We're talking tarot all season long, so be sure to tune into previous episodes and the next ones and share with your friends if you love this. In the meantime, before the next one pops up, you can find us at thesistersenchanted.com and follow along with everything that we are cooking up here in our magical world. Have a great day.